part of what makes this really hard is that so much of AI right now is like a chaotic shit show of like babbling geese, just sort of like talking, talking, talking about what we think we just built or what we think somebody else thinks they're building or what, what, what we think about that. At the same time that we're being given billions of dollars to, t to do either of those things. And the, it's just complete. It's not even beyond like whether or not people are being like good or bad at that. It's just totally just like what is even happening. And we need space to stop and breathe and take stock of what we're even doing when we're playing this game. That's what. Yeah. I mean, one of the most common questions I get is like, how do I keep up? And my answer is like, not really. It's like, I, I do me. I try to make sense of the world. I try to maintain a coherent world too, but we're not reading every paper. And the assumption that you are is detrimental. We there we need a space for levity that is still good natured and funny enough to be worth like listening to, where you don't feel like you feel like the other person cares. And I I want to understand people. Let me, no, let me rephrase. I care about people more than I understand them. And I care about people in AI more than I want to put a hat on them. And that's what we don't have right now. And that's what I want this to be. Yeah. I've been recently grappling a lot with the fact that Hebrews are no longer associated with authors and authors don't get to tell their story as papers are often kind of distributed by some secondary market. It's really like a secondary market of something bizarre. And these algorithms and the incentives are to manipulate the distribution by making the paper seem hyper-credible or hyper-relevant or to have a following by which distribution is guaranteed. And therefore, the kind of story of how science and how progress is made is subverted into this kind of online algorithmic process rather than a like deliberative up-and-down valleys and mountains type of thing that research really follows. And we can explain how we're seeing that happen on a regular basis. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So my name is Nathan Lambert, and I'm here with Tom. We're going to be recording the retort to discuss these topics. And here's a sample from our first episode that you can expect soon. Right. I mean, the other... The other analogy here, they're the ones who survived the winter of, you know, the 80s and the and the decline and fall of expert systems. And they were the ones huddling around the flame of, it wasn't called deep learning at the time, they rebranded it as deep learning, but they huddled around this flame of machine learning at a time when, you know, that really was not a sexy thing to do. And so we're really living in the residue of that, of that. So that's what I, that's, that thing, that is the parallel is that they're, their semantics, their worldview, their psyches, in many ways, are what we are navigating today with scale and attention and data and layers. Like that's deep learning was uh, an amalgamation, a story of why it is meaningful and interesting to amalgamate those things in ways that may very well simulate the mechanisms of the human mind. We don't really know what the limits of that are. Um, and it's like, I, I almost find it more fun to talk about this like this is like this is the root of the alchemy is like how the field is born 
and it makes it more fun to talk about than if you're trying to do the same thing from theoretical physics. Like there, like there's a different types of uncertainty in how the field was built. It, like it, in the crowding moments, like in ImageNet and things, like it is a broad methodology and a timing in an infrastructure, and that has defined the field. Yeah, I mean, we can look forward to asking how to make it more scientific, but we can also look backward to asking what species of alchemy are we practicing and how it, how does it work and what, what else could have been pursued or what are the assumptions really that guided its creation? And that's not a critique exactly. I mean, it, but it does suggest um, there's, a, there's a flavor of arbitrariness behind the way in which much of this work is is built there's a lot more i could say about that there's even more recent you know the, the the ways in which different research strands percolate across each other um in ways that you know are, are unexpected um that's very much part of the culture of ai